Hola amigos and welcome to the Add to Houston Admigos podcast, a podcast for young professionals in the marketing and advertising industry who are learning to navigate their early careers. I am Guido Falconi, the immediate past president of Add to Houston, joined today by my co-host. Hello, I'm Brittany Lemoyne and I'm the public service chair of Add to Houston. And as always, our producer Jacob Dantone. Hello. Today on the show, we are joined by Rowan Gadula. Rowan is a communications coordinator with the Pacific Islanders in Communications. He is a member of the Hawaii Air National Guard. He is a past president of Add to Hawaii, a great friend of mine, and my arch nemesis in fantasy football. Rowan, thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you. Aloha. Aloha. Um, so, Rowan, thank you so much for joining us, like I said, and you know, before we get started, I always like to give the guests a little bit of time so they can tell us a little bit about themselves and how they got involved with Ad2. Yes, thanks again for having me, by the way. Um, my name is Rowan Gadula. As Guido mentioned, I am a communications coordinator for Pacific Islanders and Communications, and I'm also a part of the Hawaii Air National Guard. Um, what got me into Ad2 and AAF um, was just learning when I was young. I'm a graphic designer by trade. And learning to, I guess, develop my skill set in the advertising design and marketing community. So what was cool is, you know, initially I thought this was just a way for everyone to get to know each other locally. But it's so much bigger than that. And it was a great opportunity to start as a member, being a committee chair, and then learning to be on the exec team and be a leader. So that's sort of my long story short with Add2. So you are the former president of Ad2 Hawaii. Can you talk about what it was like to lead a club like Ad2 in such a unique market? Yes, it'll be my pleasure. So Ad2 Hawaii is an organization that's been around for over 50 years. Um, for the past original 50 years, it was also known as Ad2 Honolulu, but it decided to expand itself and grow just to, you know, welcome more people from the different islands. And, you know, with recent uh, trends with how workflow goes too. Um, you don't necessarily have to be limited to being in one place. So getting a chance to meet other professionals from the other islands was a big change and a very welcome change as well. And getting to lead a club in that capacity, um, you know, it was a huge honor because I will tell you right now, you know, being a member, I never saw myself be actually leading a cl club like that. So it was a tremendous opportunity that I decided to take advantage of. And I'd say being a part of the club, you know, is a no-brainer that you should do if you want to continue to have personal growth for just you as well as what you can offer for what you do with your work. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's personal growth for you, obviously, as a professional, but also you're helping others, right? Uh, the people who are coming mm -hmm. after you, the younger, you know, as you get older with that too, like you and I are, mm -hmm. um, you know, you get to help the next generation. And that Absolutely. goes a long way. Absolutely, in the future. Yeah, you know, you are, you're passing that on and uh, passing on your wisdom, as it, as it were. I try. <laughs> <laughs> I would if I had any. <laughs> yeah, you took my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so you joined the Hawaii Air National Guard a few years ago. What led you to make that decision? I'm actually happy you asked that. So, you know, not to sound cheesy or anything, but what kind of led me to make this decision was just really, believe it or not, being a part of that too. 
Um, in Ad 2, I was able to go do all these conferences, and I've met so many amazing people, um, you know, that would be, become my friends. Like, never really having known them for as long as, like, I've known my other friends, but getting that connection of being in the industry and, you know, vibing with people that are around your age, they're some of the best people I've made. And being a part of that, meeting them from all these different states and walks of life across America, um, it, may, it really showed me how much I love America. And, you know, it was something I've been mulling for a, a long time, too. But I never pulled the trigger on trying to join the services until I knew I was ready to. And what I mean by that was I was really committed to being involved in Ad2 because Ad2 is a commitment to to like be involved in. And I didn't want to leave them hanging dry, high and dry as a president. So mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure that I did what I had to do, um, you know, leave the club in a good place. And then, you know, after a lot of reflection, you know, just be like, yeah, you know, I love my friends. And I, wa- I want to, should anything happen, you know, I want to defend my friends and, yeah. you know, my country. So that, that kind of led me into the Hawaii Air National Guard because, you know, I just love all the people that I met. Well, the good ones, obviously. So <laughs> just, sure. oh, I, yeah, I love all the, the good friends I made because of that, too. Yeah. No, and, you know, again, thank you for your service. And uh, I completely understand, right? You get to meet people from all over the country. You get to see all these different places around the country. You know, I I, I think we met in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, I think it was, yeah, yeah, less than Chicago, right? And then, yeah, and then we chill at uh, mm-hmm. Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Hollywood, Florida. Oh, gosh. No, that was fun, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, gosh, Florida was... That was, that was uh, something. I don't, know if we, I don't know if it's safe to on this podcast as <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great time, right? And you get to meet all these yeah. fantastic people. from all. They're all in your industry. They're all going through similar things. Uh, and I can see how that, that would inspire you, right, to, to say, hey, I, I, I love the things that I've learned about this country, right? I, there are places mm-hmm. I would have never gone to were enough for this, uh, mm-hmm. for this club. And and, and I'm glad you and I are talking about this too, because again, you know, you and I have talked about it before. It's like what it, what it means to be like, you know, an American. Yeah. You and I coming from families of immigrants too, like mm-hmm. what America is right now and how we're critical about it and, you know, the positive change that we expect from it. And what it Absolutely. is, is like, you know, we want to help be the change to get America in a good place. Yeah. So that's, you know, we're, what's great is you meet all these passionate people from all over. So again, it's yeah. Why why I did that? Because you know there there are people that I care about that I want to you know help and protect and defend them. Yeah, no, that's sure. amazing. Diversity. What's the E for? I always forget. Equity and inclusion. Okay. <laughs> Equity and in- yeah, exclusion, right? Was that yeah, inclusion. Is? Inclusion. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not exclusion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we didn't want to exclude. No. Again, yeah, it's <laughs> no so it's funny yeah. because, yeah, like, okay, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we want to be inclusive. But yes, go on, go on. <laughs> yeah. So the basically equity and inclusion is a subject that we discuss a lot in this podcast. So you've been in the industry for a while now and you work for PIC who, you know, focuses on that. So what changes have you seen in the industry in your time working on it? And how has it moved towards maybe a more inclusive one? Oh, I'm so glad you asked this because I I will tell you right now, you know, being from Hawaii myself, I never even thought about something that it's like, oh, 
you know, we don't, we don't like we're having issues with diversity and promoting inclusion. And, um, because again, I like, I'm, I'm blessed to have grown up in an environment where there are so many different cultures and ethnicities and ways of life and, and thoughts being in Hawaii. So for, you know, the continental U S to catch up onto it and try to represent more of that, um, you know, and we, we've gone to these conferences and these, um, these award shows, um, it actually kind of amused me because I was just like, why are, like, is like, why is this so hard for her to include other people from other ethnic backgrounds into like, you know, advertising things or like to consider things about that? Because mm-hmm. there's so many different people out there. It's like, you're just only showing one, one lens of it. So, you know, um, to talk specifically, it's just seeing, seeing like, these commercials and like, you know, they have more mixed couples in it. I'm like, yeah, that's real life. You know, that's more true to what is actually out there. So it's a welcome change, you know, I will, I would say. And again, being in an organization uh, that I work for with, with pick, like it, obviously it it is something I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. So to see, to see that representation, it's very, like, I, I'm I'm grateful for it. I feel like it's long been overdue, mm-hmm. um, and I, I just you know it's it like I, I won't be critical. I won't be too critical about it. I'm like at least they're finally doing it. Is, right. is how I feel. Yeah, um, definitely. Could I could could they do more? Do I think they could do more to push it? Absolutely. But they have to also come from a genuine place when they're trying to do it, so it doesn't look like you know they're just trying to check off some boxes mm-hmm. to you know to do it. So. It's it's good to see like some change happening uh, as long as the change is genuine and as long as like you know we continue to do it um, and yeah I think that's that's on my mind what I want to say about that at least yeah for sure um, so you've also worked as a freelance designer with some small businesses how has your involvement with Ad Two and other similar clubs helped you connect with clients oh. Um, so getting to help out, um, smaller businesses, it's something I'm passionate about because again, this goes back to public service. Sometimes we have clients that, um, you know, they can't afford to have like an agency do a lot of their branding, a lot of their advertising, a lot of their marketing. So to, to, which is, again, I I can't stress enough how great, how big being a part of the public service committee for Ad2 is because you get to genuinely help these people that need help with the mission of what their businesses are. So, you know, you help them create a, a marketing strategy. You help them create their advertising material. You help them make their creative to help promote their businesses for whatever they need to help promote their business for. Like, even if it's just brand awareness or getting them to use a specific service, it's, it's so like, it's not underappreciated, but it, I don't know if anyone can understand like how much it helps like these small businesses help them in such a way that they can, they can still grow and offer their services to the people that need them. So being a freelance designer that way, it's like, you know, again, I only, I only saw it from that lens of like, Oh, the creative, but getting involved with ad two to help, you know, connect them with the clients, Mm -hmm. you get the right people to help them in what they specifically need and right. having the right team 
helps you, you know, have not so many cooks in the kitchen. You, mm-hmm. you have the single minded idea for what you need to carry out. And it's funny because it's like, you know, being in the military right now, too, it's, it's like if all of you work as a team, you can get the mission done. So it, it like what I've been doing it all, it, it, it is true to me and it, it kind of ties together with what I'm fortunate enough to like be in with the position that I'm in with like the three different jobs. That I have. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely. We talked to uh, another guest before Dana, Dana Healing, who works with a lot of small businesses here in Houston. And, you know, that's, that's what's running your community, right? The small businesses they're they're producing mm-hmm. um, the tax revenue that, you know, provides for your city. So it's always good to, you know, participate in it, but also working with them mm-hmm. because they need that help. Like you say, they can't mm-hmm. afford to hire an agency, but they still need to market it, right? So that's where we come in mm-hmm. sometimes. And I work with some small businesses and it's always, it's always a blast. They're, they're always very open to it and very receptive. And I do think working in public service, you learn how to work without a budget. Yeah. It's probably one of the biggest skills, yeah. <laughs> right? It's so crazy to think about. Like you have next to no budget and you're doing all of this. You're, you're helping out of the genuine kindness of your heart. And I think they see that. And, you know, you don't know passion and drive and work ethic until you've been in the trenches and have no budget and you got to yeah. do all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. If you can work without a budget, you can work with a small budget. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You learn really fast. Um, so you're obviously Hawaii, which is, like we said, a very unique market. But not just culturally, mm-hmm. but also geographically, right? You are just not, you know, your islands, you, there's a limit to where you can go. So you said mm-hmm. networking and connecting with potential clients, it's different than in most other cities? I would say so. Um, so Hawaii, Hawaii is interesting because it's, again, obviously in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So we get to reach these different international audiences when, you know, when tourism is open and people visit. So one of the things that we're fortunate enough to have is access to like the Ala Moana um, shopping center. And that, that big audience is like people that come from like Asia and Europe and, you know, from the state side too. So, um, you know, getting, getting to have that wide world of audience, like it opens up a lot of doors because like you see all these different perspectives of how you have to market it to certain people because you know, certain colors could mean certain things or certain body language or eyes or just the way things are said could mean one thing and like, and another thing in another culture. So you have to be cognizant of everyone's different cultures. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that could definitely affect, you know, the creative that you create because, you know, you don't want to not necessarily offend, but it's just like, oh, this one isn't going to be as well received if you do it this way for this audience. So you just, you just tailor it and like, you you kind of have it more I don't want to say evergreen, but you have enough different creative that you can play around with to help try to like market mm-hmm. or promote whatever you're doing. Yeah. And it really is crazy to think about like all the different people that go through Hawaii mm-hmm. um, yeah. in, in that sense. Because again, it's in the middle, so it's like, you know, the people <laughs> just cross through and like they see different things. I, I imagine your clients also know who their audience is, right? Mm-hmm. So they probably mm-hmm. try to work with, 
do they ever try to work with certain people because it's like, oh, you know how to talk to like the Asian audience or the European audience, like that's what's coming here. I'm mm -hmm. sure there's a lot of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously too, they have to like write different language or different oh, yeah. characters because mm -hmm. like, you know, obviously some people have like um, kanji for like Chinese oh, yeah. or Japanese and, you know, different characters for like French and European. Um, yeah. And just like, you know, what is presented to that, that's gotta be different because yeah. like certain audiences and, you know, layout, like technical stuff like that. So yeah. even the smallest things can make the big difference. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it really is wild. Imagine, yeah, because uh, like Asian languages mm -hmm. read from right to left. Yeah. So even the creative needs to adjust to that. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It's those yeah, little right. nuances. It's just like, it's an extra layer that we have to do. But yeah. hey, you know, we, we, we're problem solvers. So that's mm -hmm. just part of the job. Mm -hmm. um, so I know you've mentioned a few times about being on the public service committee. Um, how would you say that being in this committee helped your career and would you recommend it? Oh, so yeah, that was, I was in the public service committee when I first joined ADTU back in like 2013 as just a member. And mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough for my president to say, hey, we're going to send you to Florida, uh, work on these slides. And I would say it got me hooked on the ADTU Kool-Aid. <laughs> because <laughs> again, you, you get to meet everyone from all over the country. Um, you know, the, we were fortunate enough that, you know, um, the club got to pay for my trip, my ticket. Um, and then, you know, I met the great legendary Marissa Deslat, um, and, you know, became friends. Yeah. She, she is, she, she represents Texas very well. She, you know, welcomed me into the club. Um, I got to learn more as a chair after having served as a committee member because of, again, the responsibility and the different perspective you see from the strategy side and not just the creative. And, you know, I, again, being, being a public service committee chair got, got me to go into other committees, learn how I can help them in that way, help my skill set, help me learn more about the different strategies for these different platforms, which again, I don't know if I would have been as well prepared if I wasn't an ad to, to be taking on the role that I have as a communications coordinator with my current job at PIC. So yes, to answer your question, I cannot stress enough how much I recommend being in the public service committee, being in the communications committee, being in the membership committee, any, any committee being involved in ad to at all. Like it's, you have, like, I cannot stress enough how much it will help you in the long run because you also create this network um, from people across America that, you know, say you don't, I don't know who would say this, but say they don't like living in Texas anymore, you know, they will say if they want to go out to Colorado or, you know, Minnesota or even like Virginia and Indiana, like you get to meet people from all over and you get to have that opportunity to, you know, apply for those jobs and with the skill set and the network that you have. So again, like too easy i would recommend being a part of that <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah absolutely you get to develop some skills that you wouldn't otherwise have i mean you know if you're a writer at work you're probably not doing a lot of design or a lot of strategy mm -hmm. right public service mm -hmm. that, that's how they got me in too and then before i knew it i was president I just, yeah you, you don't think about it like no. 
like what, I, I don't know about you, but when I was doing it, I'm like, I don't know if I'll be group president. Like, yeah, exactly. and then lo and behold, like down the road, you're like, well, I guess I'm club president now. Sometimes, yeah, and it, it's asked. <laughs> it's such a nice evolution to yourself too, because you grow as a person that way. Like you, you understand, you realize your potential because like you've done it and you've helped out, and it's it's a really fulfilling feeling, which is also you know what I get out of being with my current job. It's it's so fulfilling just to help out in the way that you can. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I agree with you and you know, definitely recommend it to anyone who's interested. Mm-hmm. Check us out mm-hmm. at thehouston.com. Join public service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. join public service, learn these things, meet, be a friend, you know, yeah. profit. It <laughs> right? <evolved>. yeah. <laughs> it's that meme, right? It's yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, talked a little bit about the ENI and you know how your job focuses a lot on that. So, for young professionals, how can they push the ENI through their careers, right, through their creative? What what advice would oh. you give to them? Uh, yeah, you know, like I just mentioned earlier, just be genuine about you know how you're presenting the di- the, the your diversity um, and inclusion. Um, I think I think the audience is smart enough to understand when things are being hand-fisted or when they're coming from a place of authenticity and representing the communities and making sure like something that I've been seeing, which I like, you know, their um, target does a good job of this. They, they show, they show children um, of all races, of all um, health conditions, you know, um, some, I'll see some in wheelchairs. I'll see some, you know, that might have physical ailments or, or whatnot. And it's, it's just nice because they're, they're real, these are real people and target, you know, it's target. They, they reach and help everyone. So, you know, that doesn't look like they're trying too hard to do it. So when I, when I see things like that, it, that's what I encourage. It's just like, make sure you're coming from a place of authenticity, make sure you educate yourself on why you're doing it too, because if you're doing it again, just to check boxes, then it's just like, do you really care about what you're doing when you're doing it that way? Which is, you know, something you have to ask yourself because it's important for us to learn how to be inclusive because I think that is something it's, it's crazy to think about too, how much power and influence advertising has because of this. So if they, if they put more of an effort to include and like, um, have people there, then I, I, I really don't think we'd have much problems, as much problems socially, um, should, you know, they do it the right way, which is what I'm trying to, I guess, like, I hope not, not long winfully doing it, but if I can answer my, the question that way, it's like, yeah, be honest about what you're doing, come from a place of true intent and yeah, educate yourself is how I would say, you know, to that, my advice on how to do it. So kind of wrapping things up, what would you say is the best thing that you've taken from your time with Add2? Oh, God. Um, it goes back to what I, why I joined the Air National Guard. It's just all the people that I've met from Add2. Um, yeah, you know, like the good ones, the, the fun ones that you make memories with, like they, they stick with you forever. Like, you know, Guido, you and I met like, what, six something years ago or something? Yeah, like that. it's been a while, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. No, it's, it's been a while, but like, you know, you and I are still talking. Like, I, yeah. like, I, 
I, in my perspective, I'm talking to you like, you know, I haven't talked to you in like a week, but you and I like, we're kicking <laughs> it off like nothing, you know? Like, yeah. well, mm-hmm. we, you and I do talk occasionally because you and I are trash talking so much on yeah. fantasy football. All the time. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the time. But like, it's really everyone you get to meet being a part of this organization because they're all doing the same thing as you. And what what is greater than that? Like people that know what you're going through too. And mm-hmm. not in the literal exact sense, but it's like they understand like what being in that job field is. Yeah. Like. yeah. So it's just how crazy Having those connections and, and, and yeah. everything. And obviously just the intangibles, just like yeah. what, what I saw myself like. I never knew how to do certain things and then now I know them and now I can apply them, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, an, that's, that's a great thing that I've taken away. But I, I myself and, you know, I think you two can testify to this. I, I love people. I'm a human person <laughs> that like, I like making these connections. So yeah. from my experience, I would say the best thing I've taken away is all the friends that I've made. Absolutely. I think independent of all the professional um, empowerment that comes with it, right? All the things that you learn, um, the friendships that you make mm-hmm. are very important. Uh, yeah. And if I could elaborate on that, actually. So again, you know, I'm, I'm in Maryland out for tech school. I'm wrapping up in like a month. Um, so that's actually kind of crazy to think about because <laughs> I've been here for almost six months wow. and being in DC, you know, I get to see some of my add to DC friends. Heck I'm yeah. just like, yeah, I get to like, you know, I get to have fun on the weekends and see them for a little bit. And, you know, that's nice. That's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's beautiful because it's like, I, I got to make this network of friends from all over America, which is, you know, why I'm you know, yeah. in the Air National Guard, because I love all the friends that I've made over over the course of the years that I've been in at, too. It is really, it is wild. Uh, and it's, it's fantastic. It, it's great. Hey, before we go, so you and I are in a R2 slash AAF yeah. football. <laughs> okay, yeah, where's right? this going on? <laughs> and we have a little bet going on. Uh-huh, right, yeah. Uh-huh. So my question is, what should I do with the money that I got from you once I win? <laughs> See, so that's cute because you think you're going to win. I'm just saying, I have a yeah, better, that, I'm pretty sure yeah. I have a better record than you. I think all I'm yeah, saying no, is you're no, two and one. Come on. Hey, we're in week whatever. We're, we're in week four. You're not, you're you're not, not starting. The league. You're not I starting off you. with a good food, though. I mean, last time it took you like six weeks to get a win. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that surprising from a Bears fan. Down, but, that's what I did. Oh, come on. If I'm answering your question, I would tell you to get a ticket and come visit me. That's what, that's you what know I would what? tell you. To <laughs> that sounds yeah. great. I've never been out there and I could use a vacation, dang it. So, yeah. yeah. No, and I, I'd, be, I'd be, you know, I would be more than down to show you some spots. Uh, we're going to put you it know, on. You can, you, can, yeah. you can eat good. Like, Heck yeah. I really, <laughs> I am highly doubtful that you win, but should you win, All right. we're going to Hawaii. That is, that is what I will, that <laughs> I, is what I will yeah. tell you to I'm do. I'm going to put it on record. If I win this year, I'm, I'm going to Hawaii yeah. with my winnings. Okay. There it, you go. It's, 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 it's one stone. It's, it's a stone now. Yeah. the universe. You there know, you go. But, well, that's if you win, which you're not going to, because I'm going to win. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ron. This has been so much fun, as always. Um, you know, before we go, uh, where can people find you on LinkedIn or on Instagram? Yes, yeah. uh, find me on LinkedIn. Um, just my name, you know, Rowan Gadula, R O A N N G A T D U L A. I'm also on Facebook. 
and on Instagram, um, but Instagram's private, so we really got to be cool for you to be in the club. <laughs> That's how I am with my Facebook, actually, not Somehow. so much oh, with the Instagram. I don't I will, post on Instagram. I will, pl- I will plug my art Instagram. It's R-A-W-R-O-A-N-N. So it's Rar Rowan. Oh, that's that. awesome. Yeah, make sure yeah. you follow him. I'm going to go, go look I'm, that up. Yeah, I'm going to look that up yeah. too. How could you some art? <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's like RAR, you know, like like a dinosaur. But the R-A-W-R stands for Random Art with Rowan. Or Random oh, Art. That's funny. Rowan, so. Uh, yeah. That's so good. All right, well, thank you so much, Ron. This has been just a blast, like I said. And, you know, hope that we can talk to you again soon. And, you know, again, uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you for your service. And, you know, just thank you for being so cool about this. And, you know, hey, thank, thank you for being a friend. Yeah, again, my pleasure. And, like, thank you for your support. And, yeah, I, I'm honored to be a part of this. And please let me know when I can catch this episode. So Absolutely. I can out on my end, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some cross-promotion. Hey, before we leave, don't forget about this year's American Advertising Federation Houston Student Conference. We are back in person better than ever. Join us Friday, November 4th and Saturday, November 5th for this nationally recognized student focus event. College students from District 10 competing in an advertising competition solving a real client's advertising challenge. Then spend Saturday meeting with and learning from professionals from prominent regional agencies and brands. Once again, that is November 4th and 5th at Doubletree by Hilton in Greenway Plaza. Check out their Facebook for details on how to register for this incredible competition. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals age 32 and under who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an Admigo, join us at add the number two houston.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at add the number two Houston. Thank you for listening.